0: We're back for more
1: Welcome to the Warren Beast podcast, the podcast that doesn't need any performance enhancers to make this the best podcast ever. I'm Greg.
2: I'm
0: Emily. I'm Jordan. I'm
3: Rhinox. I mean, Kendall. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're looking for Rhinox, and oh, they found yes. it in Kendall.
2: Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. Rhinox, how do you feel being in a human body?
3: Here, wait, wait, let's, let's just uh, delete those twi- just... last 20 cycles and try that again.
0: All right. All right. I'm Kendall.
3: I can. <laughs>
1: anyway, this week we are reviewing season one, episode four, "Mercenary Pursuits." I'm
2: not sure why it's called that. because uh, uh, they're going for a reward.
0: Is that yeah, why?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd say it's because the generals—they're
0: like operating independently. I mean, it's not a perfect title. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no the low road. <laughs> God,
1: let's face it, nothing can beat the low road, Kendall.
0: I want to say
2: the low road is a very good title to name that kind of an episode.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was, I was going to say, I know Kendall, you were mentioning before we started recording that there is no IMDB for this episode.
0: There is no more Kendall reads from IMDB. I officially am not going to read from IMDB anymore ever again, except for when I do, but not for a segment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So we have a
0: new segment. It is called Kendall Googles the date the episode was aired news. So, thought we had a better name for it before we started. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, 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 I don't know. It was like this a, day in pro- history. I mean, something. I said it's this day process. in history. I said this day in history to like, so that you guys would know what I meant. That doesn't mean that it's the title. That's a terrible title. Kendall Googles <laughs> this day that the episode was aired and reads about it uh, is the name of the segment. Anyway, so Saturday, October 9th, 1999 uh bill clinton was president which i think is going to be true most of the time of the show um mm-hmm. uh, uh number one hit in the u.s was heartbreaker by mariah carey, carey and in the uk blue dabba d by eiffel wow. 55 was uh was uh, a hit in in the uk uh dogma wow. was a, a popular movie um video games that everybody was playing was medal of honor and beetle adventure racing um really yeah uh, uh uh and actually i saw like three or four different websites that had the what happened on this date mentioned that it was the last flight of the y- s of the, the lockheed sr-71 blackbird which i don't know what oh. that is
3: but the sr-71 blackbird is specifically that's a spy a, plane yeah a type of spy plane that was being used uh the blackbird jet in x-men was a blo- was
1: an senior 71 oh okay
3: and modeled after a lot of times and there was also a uh i know there was also like a gi joe cobra mm-hmm. uh like typical rattler plane well not the rattler the mm-hmm. rattler was the more more baby looking thing mm-hmm. but they had they had another one that was basically based off the that as well
1: yeah, yeah. The, they also make mention of it in the uh the first iron man movie Mm -hmm. uh remember when uh tony's trying to break that uh height record like trying to go as high as he can and he freezes up yeah and they talk about what's the the record and they start spouting off what the record is and that that was made by an sr Oh, okay
0: okay glad you guys are educated on that um i they probably they (laughs) probably retired it because they figured this is 1999 there's gonna be no more wars Everything the economy is just going to keep getting better and better. And they were not correct. Um, <laughs> just, the one other thing that happened on this date was a concert called NetAid that YouTube played at. And they had a website called NetAid.org that did something with charity something. And also, I guess they actually streamed the concert, which I don't know. That, that means they streamed it like like uh, two of us
2: one yeah. two. Played. which two of us i don't remember doing that so it must be you must be jordan and greg okay
0: okay okay so, i think he well, said okay. you too i know yes it a,
2: no it was, yes. it was a forced joke it was I'm, it, I'm yeah
1: yeah yeah like, it, it didn't Rather work but that's a okay for, more like a forced joke
2: no, that oh, was, the drum, that drum sets over nervous. there Sorry. So thank, thanks greg for, for for being worse than me <laughs>
0: anyway anyway yeah so net aid was uh yeah had some kind of charitable donation something or other youtube played at it the band like bono's band yes not the two listeners that i are listening together sharing headphones um <laughs> and yeah it says it's streamed It says I streamed it. So that seems early to do video streaming, like live video streaming in 1999. So it must have been I'm wondering if it was like an audio stream. But it also like I guess it's like was a big deal because it was one of the first times they did that. Whatever they did. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's what happened on October 9th, 1999, according to Google.
3: There you go. Do you have anything on the wiki? I was going to say, so we're only like kind of like a month behind what they were when they were showing the episodes, huh? Oh uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Or ahead I think we're like a, month a ahead. few years ahead. Oh, we're ahead. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well maybe the, like a decade know. ahead
3: even.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Yes, yeah, so we're eighteen years. These these episodes <laughs> that we are watching are old enough to uh buy cigarettes. And to vote.
1: As if I didn't feel old enough when you said that blue dabba dabba da was like A hit. I'm like, that wasn't that long. Oh, yeah, was
3: that long ago? Like, wow. All right. So, um, we got a couple of continuity errors mentioned on the TF Wiki. Engines at the end of the previous episode, Rattrap was excited to inform Optimus about the missing Rhinox and Silverbolt, but in this episode, he is instead annoyed about Optimus having been told about them. I think he's more about more annoyed that Optimus hasn't doing work for it now. Yeah. Uh, if the maximals are immune to the debil- debilitarian effects of the transformation virus, shouldn't the counter virus have no effect on them either? I would argue that it depends on what kind of virus it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that the counter, this, the, this strange, I mean, they call it a counter virus, but it's like this strange, th- this strange vial it's a transformation of.
3: Transformation enhancer. <laughs> yeah.
0: <coughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. Just because you have a strong caffeine tolerance doesn't mean that alcohol doesn't affect you. Like, you know, it's a it could plus, be a completely different, you know, a completely different thing.
3: Plus, in being reformatted, it might have just completely cleared cleared their systems. It didn't so much as make them immune to it as that it just got rid of it for them. And if it wasn't yeah. in the air anymore, then it wouldn't matter if they were immune mm. or not, because they wouldn't get it again until it was reintroduced to them. Yeah. It might not even be airborne. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, so we got continuity notes about Optimus' mourning the missing in action, Rhinox and Silverwald at the start of this episode. Clearly, Blackarachnia opted to tell her, tell her leader about her, her discoveries and fires of the past. Yes. Uh, Blackarachnia also see. mentions her trip <laughs> to the central spaceport and Megatron almost hacking into her memories, which occurred in the same episode. Uh, Trap's inability to transform has been an issue since Master of the House. Some more hints about the state of Cybertron, the transformation virus that uh, prevented the Maximals from transforming and the reformatting is finally identified. And then it mentions a new gadget power of Optimus Primal displays his burgeoning spiritual side as he telepathically connects, t- contacts Tankor.
1: Yes, that was sort of out of nowhere.
3: And then we have one specific real world reference. As Rattrap finds the transformation enhancer, he exclaims goodbye fur coat, hello full metal jacket. Yes. A full male jacket is a copper bullet casing commonly used by infantrymen, infantrymen, as well as the title of a Stanley Kubrick film. Yep, I caught that reference. And that's all we have from the TF wiki. Okay. You know, besides some creepy shots of half-formed rat trap. Yeah.
1: Yeah, seeing his rat form with wheels was a little weird. Remind it me was a it little sort of weird. Me, it re- sort of reminded me of wheelie mode, I guess, from Beast it, Wars. It but was exactly
0: yeah. I mean, it was exactly
3: his model for Beast for Beast Wars, basically. Well, I mean, he, we, we'll get to it. But my, uh, I think the worst tra- part was, was the two-headed part. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, that was um. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that it's was fun. freaky. It's funny because mm-hmm. I didn't really like this episode that much, but the, that is not so the 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 weird rat trap like half half and half is not why i didn't like this episode i actually kind of liked that bit so interesting i, I <laughs> i'm surprised that you didn't like the episode kendall well, I so so i will say so basically i'll before we go into it like i i didn't it was definitely the weakest of the of the episodes we've seen so far if it was in the context of like season three of of Beast Wars or something where like I'm not liking the show, then I really, really would have disliked this episode. Oh. Um th- like there's basically basically there are a handful of nitpicks that I have about this episode that would have really bothered me if I wasn't giving the show the benefit of the doubt. Uh, um I gotcha.
2: And I just want to say can like I never said I didn't like the episode. I just I just said like or, or that I that I didn't like that rat trap thing was freaky. I just said it was freaky. I mean like I mean it was supposed to be freaky. Like it's not supposed
0: to be like a good thing that he's got two heads. <laughs> you know? I thought I didn't think it was f- supposed to be freaky. I thought it was supposed to be a comic relief bit. I I think it could have been thought, both. I thought it. T- I think it was supposed to be kind of creepy because I
2: mean like he's got two heads and they're talking at the same time. I yeah, which is it was just funny because they had like the
1: <laughs>
0: effect on the voice. Okay. <laughs>
1: anyway we're getting to the episode <laughs> so we uh open this episode with megatron uh talking to his generals uh the three vehicons Tankor, Jetstorm, storm and thrust and he's sort of lamenting the fact that you know he gave them sparks he gave them free will and yet they can't seem to take out four lowly maximals Uh, To which Jetstorm uh, immediately
3: throws his compatriots under the bus.
1: Yes, he's like going, oh, I was weaving and diving and then these two bozos. And then Megatron gives the uh, the thumbs down. And Jetstorm immediately gets zapped by this beam. And Megatron goes on to say that uh, essentially you'll do a good job and you'll be rewarded. Don't do a good Good job, and I'll make you suffer. And then he zaps all three of them again. It's like sort of like these—I um, don't want to say lightning bolts. I guess sort of lightning bolts. I guess
2: they're pretty lightningy. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: It goes like right through Jetstorm, and it looks pretty messed up, honestly. Yeah.
3: Um, it is a, basically a column of electricity that is uh flickering like on the edges. So yeah, it looks very lightning bolt-ish.
1: Yeah. So we then cut to the three. Generals who are traveling along a, a pathway through the city, and all three of them are in their vehicle modes. Thrust stops. He skids to a stop, and he's looking over the side of of this uh, roadway. And Jess storms, like, "What do you see?" He's like, "Nothing." And Jess storms, like, "No, tell me, what did you see?" And then, you know, they get into a bit nothing. An
2: my exhaust pipe. <laughs>
1: yeah, they get into a bit of an argument, and then. As it turns out, Thrust, I guess, didn't take too kindly earlier to Jetstorm throwing them <laughs> under the bus. Uh, cause I guess he... that's what
2: it is. Because it seems like they just they all think they need to compete with each other. or not all, because Tank Corps doesn't really care. But they seem like they yeah. need to compete with each other to get the reward. When, like, I don't think I don't think Megatron said, like, only one of you will get it. I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know why they, they suddenly think they need to compete. Because it like, kind of fucks them up, like, this episode. Like, yeah could have done a lot better with themselves if they had not been
0: fighting each other <laughs> Well, I yeah, mean,
1: that's... Actually... Oh, sorry go ahead again.
0: so that's i mean i think that's sort of the point like it's just like i mean this this was a, a recurring theme in beast wars where if the bad guys would just and and also this happens in um there's a in power rangers in space uh it's there's a recurring theme of the like the psycho rangers in power rangers in space they all like every single episode there's like one ranger focused and they totally defeat all of the all of the Rangers. But then a different one of the Psycho Rangers is like, no, I want to be the one that defeats the Rangers and completely undermines them. Like it's a it's a theme in in kids shows from this era that like no, I the that. bad guys can't work together. I again, th- but this is a nitpick that I mean, this is something that I didn't like. I think that uh, they didn't do. Yeah, I kind of agree. They didn't I, really do a good enough job establishing why they're stepping on each yeah, other's toes. Yeah.
3: To, to maybe just, well, justify it for ourselves or anything like that, you you have mentioned that uh, uh, Megatron has basically been much more erratic. If he was thinking straight, he probably wouldn't have worded things exactly like it is where he made it sound like he was pitting it against them, or at least specifically like he wanted one of them to at least succeed over the others or something like that.
2: I don't know if he even gave that impression. That that's a weird thing.
3: Yeah, well i know but I'm, I'm just saying like if he maybe <laughs> just says like i don't care whose fault it is if you all just all all of you bring them in kind of thing yeah. it might have been it might have worked out a little bit better for him right it actually right.
1: when you think it i'll point it out when we get to it but there is a point where megatron does actually sort of make mention of them as a group rather than singularly yeah. with yeah. regards to it so like when we get to it i'll, I'll make sure to bring it up but but yeah, so
3: and, Thru- I, oh, and I just had one more point is it also might be that they're trying to show how the personalities that they've been given by Megatron are actually n- not, you know, not exactly good things that they did. I mean, Thrust is a loner, so a quiet loner, so obviously he doesn't want to worked with it with anything. And obviously Jetstorm's a braggart and uh, show off and mm. he doesn't want to be upstaged. Tango doesn't carry just wants to smash yeah, <laughs> the only one who's single-mindedly focused on anything. And it obviously it shows that there's very there's very detrimental effects to having this and not basically telling them to work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There
1: is one thing that I I'm really gonna have to rack my brain to make sure that I remember to point it out. Just the fact that Thrust gets the drop on Jetstorm, once we get later on into the series, I'm gonna bring this up. Because it sort of calls back to Beast Wars a little bit.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> and it'll be funny because everybody—it'll be one of those aha moments, and everybody like, "Oh my God, you're right!"
2: <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so Thrust and uh, Jet Swarm are, you know, getting a bit uh, fist yeah. to cuffy here. Uh, Thrust, Thrust
3: basically shot a section of a. Uh... Of like a road above them to drop on Jetstorm, implying that that was his plan all along, was to just basically trick him to come over and beat the crap out of him.
1: Yeah, but uh, Jetstorm managed to float out of the way of it and float it under the road and back up and start shooting at thrust, which causes thrust to sort of leap off the side of the road and hang on by the edge. Uh, Jetstorm turns his attention to Tankor, who, you know, isn't caring about either of them. He's just looking for the Maximals. Which gives Thrust a moment to collect himself and pull himself back up, and then sort of tackle Jetstorm into a window of a building across the road from them.
2: And I believe Jetstorm says, like, he looks when he looks at Tanker. He's like, that he's no competition. Like, he's not worried about him at all. Which is funny because what happens? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So from here, we then cut to Optimus, who he's in his in his uh, gorilla form, and he's looking at a little hollow projector, and it's. A head of Rhinox and Silverbolt sort of spinning on this hollow projector. Round.
3: Right? Round. Yeah. Like a yeah. record?
1: Yes, exactly. Round
3: round
1: round round. <laughs> right, round, round, baby, like right round. <laughs> but yes, uh, so he's sort of lamenting uh their fallen comrades a bit and swearing that that they'll find them. And this is where we get Brad Trap who's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be honest
1: I'm I'm kind of perplexed at his attitude his attitude seems to change from episode to episode really at least that's what I'm finding right now
2: Well I mean what's weird is like Radox and him were like really good friends so yeah. it's weird and to be like I guess maybe he doesn't remember though I guess, That's I true. Yeah. yeah. But he's still a dick because he's like who cares? oh great we're going to be searching for them now awesome and it's like Yeah. What well, we if, do otherwise? <laughs> as, as we
1: established in episode one, Rad Trap is an asshole. It's true.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, the first I mean, episode
0: of our podcast. <laughs> I think that, I actually think that Rad Trap's, like they do. they have sort of changed him from Beast Wars to now a little yeah. bit. Uh, he's he's much more, he, he, he's sort of more like he was at the beginning of season one of Beast Wars, where he's, he's more like, I'm going to reluctantly step up when i when i need to step up but also i just kind of want to survive Which i guess look, makes sense for memory way.
1: Way. yeah sort of reverting back to you know a previous state cuz i mean towards the end of beast wars he i want to say he was a bit more I don't want to say self-sacrificing, but he was, you know, he was definitely looking was up for the rest player. of the team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was definitely more of a team player. I think towards the end of that series. So. But
0: but also, I mean, he was also less focused toward the end of the series. Like you need to have a care You know, you need to have somewhere to grow as a character in yeah. order to. You know, so so because they cut the they cut the the cast back down to this to the smaller group. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you kind of have. Yeah, you have to have yeah characters who are imperfect and also like he was you know he was stepping up he was stepping up in beast wars at the you know the end to the end of beast wars is like he's like i'm gonna but he's like he's been at war for all this time and then he thought it was over and now he comes home and his entire planet has been wiped out as far as he sees i mean it's sort of the same reason that optimus is is erratic and angry um that's true that's rat trap i mean rat trap sort of his defense mechanism is to be more, a little more self-centered. I mean, that's because that's what his reaction was to them landing on this strange planet and yeah. having to, you know, so.
2: I will say that though, like his, like the last time there was a big shakeup, um, at least like for like a little bit, like when they thought Optimus was dead, Rat Trap was kind of stepping up a bit when they like like in the, like in the first episode of season two, he's kind of like trying to get everyone to work together. Mm-hmm. If, if I recall, like he's kind of trying to be more of a team player already by then. But like I said, the memory loss and like you said, the because they thought they won and now they haven't. I could see him
0: reverting back to that. Yeah, yeah. Because even <laughs> even like uh, a situation like if you're in a if you're in a war and you're a uh, I mean I'm not a military type, but I've w- I read a lot of comic books. I think I'm kind of an expert. Um, uh, if you're in if you're in a war, your superior, your commanding officer getting killed is. Not something you hope for, but it's it's a thing that you have to be prepared for, and and you know he was this is more I think this is a more of a like a blindsided type situation.
1: It's much more demoralizing, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: but yeah. So the the whole group is here, and Rat is sort of like, well, so what do we do now? And Optimus makes mention that he seems to sense a spark nearby and this is the part where we realize uh, earlier okay, spark yes this is the part where we were like okay so optimus has spark sensing jedi like powers i
3: guess now well,
2: yeah he goes he goes pretty hard on those this episode and like i don't think they earned that much of it yet but yeah i guess this is where it is now
3: yeah but yes he's well, he he
2: reformatting he's learned how to sp-
3: How to do spark to spark translation,
2: which we haven't only been told now.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, we didn't have to know now. That's that's the thing.
1: Sure. He's been quickly leveling up. He's been doing a lot of training behind the scenes.
3: It is
0: weird. I mean, I introduced myself as Rhinox today because I feel like it is no longer a spoiler that Rhinox is one of these guys. Like, I I think that this episode makes it really, really, really obvious what's going on.
3: Yeah. That's that's one of the things is that um, I think they kind of very obviously made it uh, really quickly that one of their friends is a Vicon. I think they make that very clear and very quickly. But mm-hmm. I love what I loved about the whole thing, though, is when you find out who you know who that is, you know, like that. That was a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is going to be a play on that later on this season. Yeah. I mean, and this is why we're probably going to dance around it and not say it a lot, because it's still pretty a pretty good reveal yeah so i mean even now you're probably thinking like i know who, who's who i can guess like right now who's who. yeah you might be right you might be wrong we don't want to ruin that for you <laughs> okay i'll try to hold back yeah right. <laughs> i just i just was i just
0: was, i felt like this was like even yeah had i, I not I, been I, even had i not been spoiled i think that watching even just like the beginning of even just up to this part where they're like it's a familiar spike it's like oh well duh that's what's happening then like
3: mm-hmm. it's yeah. sort of it is it's not really a, mis- and, not and as and again, a we've, mystery and again we've we've said before that uh megatron's you know loves the drama he would totally do something like that yeah that would
1: definitely be in his wheelhouse just to mess with off this yeah but yeah so Optimus has the the group split up into two groups, Rat Trap and Cheetor in a group and Black Arachnia and Optimus are going to go off on their own to try and find this spark. And Rat Trap is like, oh, way to, you know, try and find a needle in a haystack.
0: Doesn't he say doesn't he say uh, you you will will I'll try to find a needle in that haystack. You'd find a needle in that haystack or something like that, like or which haystack to find a needle
3: in or something like that. I, I think the actual word is that which which any other needles you want us to find in these haystacks oh, this yeah. is basically like we're yeah. going to go look around for this one specific spark in basically the entire empty town of Cybertropolis. Um, yeah. So he's like, oh, you, oh, sure, that's fine. Maybe you want me to pick up some ketchup while we're at it. Yeah. OK,
1: but uh, we follow Rat Trap and Cheetor who come across a uh, heavily locked building. And uh, Chewdor makes mention that it's supposed to be like some sort of a storage warehouse, but it seems awfully heavily locked for for that. And Ratrap manages to spot a uh, vent grate. And so he manages to sneak in and mentions that, oh, there's no there's no trap that he can't uh, break out of or break into rather. And so he sneaks in and we then see all the locks on the outside of the door. Uh, mechanically unlock, mm-hmm. and then we've got Rattrap inside as the door opens. He's, you know, pretty proud of himself with his accomplishment.
3: I yeah, would like job. to say that 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 the 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 visual of the locks uncou- like uncoupling and stuff like that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it was.
2: I, I, I think I think Rat Trap's line is like, and I'm par- paraphrasing. I'm not going to get it exact, but he says something like, uh, oh, please don't clap. I get embarrassed." Yes, <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So they go inside and come to find out this is apparently a lab that was used to create the transformation virus that they were infected with at the start of the series. So one has to wonder, so was
3: this Cryotech's lab? Maybe. Well, wait, it it might have been something that Cryotech was using and Megatron just took from it. So it's not exactly Cryotech's That's lab, as much as this is now Megatron's.
1: Yeah. Um. But yes, yeah, so Rat Trap is, is sort of taking a look in the files and sees that there's a counter virus to the virus that had infected them. Uh, and it's a transformation enhancer.
3: And further searching, he finds a counter-counter virus to that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and we see, like, when he's going through, it shows like, him and his Beast Form in robot mode. So somehow this thing, like, analyzed him to see what his yeah. robot mode would be. I don't know.
1: Somehow. <laughs> um, Cheetor. Is immediately concerned about it though, and obviously with good reason doesn't want to see Rat Trap use it until they are able to talk with Optimus about it. Uh, Ratrap suggests to him that he go that Cheetor go he sets the, cause he initially has picked this little sort of syringe sort of object up. He sets it back down on the table and suggests to Cheetor to go find Optimus and let him know what they found. And as Cheetor is walking away, we see the back of Rattrap
3: and in his tail, he has a little injector. I like how like uh, Cheetor even says, like, whatever you do, don't touch it until I get back. And yeah. Rat Trap's like, oh, sure, I won't do that. Nope. You got my word on it. The scout's honor. Yeah.
0: And he's already
3: holding it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is... I like how he jumped yeah, he, he he's holding it behind his back of his tail and I, I like he didn't even have to do that. He could have just like like I said, just would have go back on the table and then use it. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess yeah. they I guess they needed to, like hammer it in that like, he's gonna use it, guys. You gotta, yeah. you gotta just so you know.
1: So we've now cut back to, to Optimus and Black Arachne. And Optimus is sort of like slinking along, closing in on a corner, and he's got his hand held up as he's getting ready to look around it. <laughs> He's like, be very quiet. And then Cheater comes. out. He's like, Optimus, have we found? And I'm just like, shh, we're close to the spark. I can sense it. And he like looks around the corner. He doesn't see much of anything. And then he the three of them pop out and immediately there's a spotlight that shines on them. And it's Tankor. And we're like, "Okay, so is this the familiar spark that he sensed? Then Because there's absolutely nobody else around.
2: Nope. On the planet, really, there's yeah. <laughs> like four other people on the planet besides them, as far as yeah. we know.
1: So we immediately get Tankor attacking them. Uh, he's shooting up the shooting up a storm, pretty much. Cheetor, uh, they run around a corner, and Cheetor is pretty fed up at this point. He's going to transform, and Optimus says, "No, it's like there's potentially explosives in these warehouses. We can't risk it." which Black Arachnia, like, starts to argue, and then Tankor shoots another building. There's a huge explosion. And Optimus is like, uh, I rest my case.
2: Here's my problem with that, Optimus. Tankor's going to shoot buildings regardless of what you do. Yeah. So, like, being transformed with... I mean, like, sure, hiding, I guess, is good. But being transformed in terms of, like, being around this area wouldn't really change much. Plus, none of you have guns. Like, yeah. you can absorb shots and stuff, but, like, Black Arachnia could, like... Shock him and Chidor has swords, so like, I don't know. It seems like they could fight him if they really wanted to, and like one of them, so
1: mm. yeah, or Black Arachnia could have like restrained him with one of those little web things that she had last episode, or mm. you know. um But regardless, like Tankor just starts shooting wildly everywhere while the max will sort of make slip away a little bit. And then they're on top. That's what of I mean building. though. He's
0: going to shoot yeah. regardless. Yeah. Like have them hiding. So also, that. also in some ways, in some ways, Optimus is correct in that what he says technically is true, yeah. but also blacker acne is correct because all of the stuff exploded and they chain reaction explode and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. That. It's, it's irrelevant that the buildings are going to explode.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the three of them are up on a building. Um, Optimus is sort of planning what they're gonna do at this point. Cheetor's, you know, Thank
3: still you not. Kind of loses
2: it a little. Well, yeah. like, I think like Optimus is like, oh, I'm like the Keys? That what? Well, yeah, yeah. We're not on top of the building yet. Is that it? Oh,
1: yeah, they are on there. They're on. Okay,
2: there now. so like on the building, I think mean, he says something like, Megatron must have tricked me or something.
1: Yeah, because they're like, like oh, where's the familiar spark?
2: And then Cheetor's like, well, how would he have known to trick you with that? And then Black was is like, "Well, he was in my head, yeah."
0: So, like, yeah. so it does bring Black Arachnea knew that that Optimus had telepathic spike spark abilities. Well, no, <laughs> just, uh, no. not <laughs> the, think, not us.
3: I think she was referring that she the fact that she found out that two of their comrades are missing. Oh, yeah, and and no, Megatron I mean, I was using a do. So I, I
2: thought it was not, more like Megatron could get in your head. is kind of what she's trying mm, to say. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: but. As all of this happens, we then hear Rat Trap, who has arrived on the scene. And he's like, "Hey guys, look at me!" and he's hopping up and down. And then he transforms into his robot mode for the first time.
2: I know you're excited, Rat Trap, but they can they can sense you when you transform. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and his robot he doesn't form doesn't even the
3: mood at all.
1: Yeah, he, so to describe Rat Trap, Rat Trap, does not have feet. He's got two wheels. Uh, he and he sort he's sort of, like a kind of skips. Yeah, he looks like a Segway. Um, his waist is pretty much just spine. Like it's kind of, I don't want to say skeletal. Well, yeah, I guess his torso and his spine is sort of skeletal looking in a sense. He's got like these big pauldrons on his shoulders and That's his like head.
2: Kind of the ribs.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, his head looks sort of mouse-like in a sense, but at the same time, I mean, it's not like a big snout or anything.
2: Yeah, he looks like a person. He looks like a person whose face you could describe
3: as mousy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got some, a, the, the like a helmet kind yeah. of thing looking shape to his on top of his yeah. head.
1: Yeah, sort handle. of like a yeah, like a handle or, or visor or something like that, it's sort of flipped up and it's sort of like resting on the top of his head.
2: Yeah, it's a visor. That'd be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, Tankor, meanwhile, since Rattrap is now transformed, he, he gets a little able-
3: icon that looks exactly like his outline.
1: Yes. And Tankor, of course, detects him and starts attacking the roof. Rattrap, while he's all excited about being transformed, he's kind of upset that nobody's reacting, you know, as positively as he is because everybody's telling him to transform back into his beast mode because he's going to get spotted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Lo and behold, there's an explosion that goes off in the roof. Uh, Everybody starts to run and Rattrap is like, oh, yeah, go figure. And so he transforms back into his rat mode. Uh, Optimus throws a rock at Tankord that hits his gun, which buys him like a second. And then they start running. Um, And meanwhile, Rattrap keeps transforming from robot mode to rat mode as these explosions are going
3: off. There's a red um, glow around him when he's doing it, too. Yeah. Um, like, well, usual, yeah. Like, uh, gl- white or bluish glow that the others have when they transform.
2: No, they all have different colors.
3: Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Like, Rat, Rat Trap yeah. has
2: red, Black Racketine has green, Cheetor has purple, and Optimus has blue. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. Um,
3: as they
1: jump off the this roof, uh, Rat Trap's body starts sort of, like, instead of his whole body transforming back and forth out of control it's just parts of his body. So at one point he'll have like a robot arm with the rest of his rat body or the wheels from his robot form. But then the rest of his body is rat form. And as we alluded to earlier, there's a point as they're arguing where he winds up getting two hits. Uh, one is a robot.
0: robot. Yeah. One's a rat. Yeah. Do you yeah. Think that and... do you think that this was like a, a tech thing that the, like, like that, the partial transformation things is like something that they were, that they're able to do now that they might not have been able to do in beast Wars, And that's why they made a point of doing that. It's certainly possible because they have, you know, I mean, I don't know exactly how transformations and stuff work, but like, it's like you have more freedom. Maybe they have a little more freedom with the models in this, in this than they did in beast. Wars.
2: Yeah. They were able to like, it's clear that like, like again, like there's no cohesion between the beast forms and robot forms in this series. So mm. when he's like transforming between like being a robot and a rat, it's like completely different models and stuff,
3: which is interesting. Like, mm. like M- Mike mentioned in the second episode, it's more of like a henchin full-on transformation than an actual yeah uh, robot. Yeah, rather than like a puzzle of sort of thing.
2: But because yeah. of that, like when he when he transforms and he's like got, like he's a, he's a rat, but he's got like the wheel feet. The wheel feet are like huge and completely different to his. Right. model. Oh. So the, they're clearly like warping it and models into other models, which I don't even know
0: how that would work. So that's interesting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't I you know what I think that he looks way if they he, I think he looks cool with the with the wheel feet.
1: <laughs> I think you mean in robot form or when they I, decided to mix up the
0: wheels when with the mixing form. it with the rat. I if that was what he looked oh. like when he was a uh, rat rod mode <laughs> in transmetal <laughs> Like, I Mm -hmm. might have had less of a problem
3: with it. I probably still would have disliked it, but I think it looks like way better. So uh, an interesting point that we might want to consider, though, is the fact that this is with the transformation enhancer, and it's basically forcing him to go back and forth. But this might mean that technically the others could do something similar to this, that they could basically force only partial transformations or anything Mm. like that. If if they uh, if they basically like overdid or overclocked themselves or something like that instead of just trying to find a bounce or anything like that, which I don't know, that might be interesting. That might be an interesting thing if they ever got to explore it. Hmm. Yeah. That would have been kind of neat. Yeah. That's yeah. That's an interesting idea. Also they
0: could uh, then use this uh, tech technique demo thing. that <laughs> I <have laughs> noticed. Um, also. Yeah. I will say I, I didn't remember what uh rat traps robot form looks like. I mean, I've seen it like a little bit, but I've sort of intentionally not sought it out since we, uh, started watching and it looks way better than I thought it would because I knew he had the dumb wheels but it acts the dumb wheels don't look that
3: dumb yeah I, I was going to say like in retrospect he looks he doesn't he basically it still does kind of look like a, a little less epic compared to the others but it doesn't it's not as stupid looking no you know, as, as I as I re- recall it being mm. just don't I,
0: put stairs in front of him I will, <laughs> I will say I will say that well no he's just transformed back then it's easy to transform in beast mode <laughs> Um, I will say though I'm a rat? I'm a robot. I'm a I think rat, I think robot. this is the this is probably the uh the the thing about this episode that makes me actively dislike this episode. I I'm really disappointed that they didn't do a an episode where Rat Trap learns how to find his center and balance and crap so that he can transform. Cause like they made a point that it's like rat trap can't transform because he's not balanced and now and so instead of having him have a character focused episode where he learns to do that he found a dirty needle on a table and and stuck himself with it and now he's i mean he's back and forth and yeah. i don't remember well, how they i don't even remember if it really was resolved by the end of the episode or if maybe they'll follow up on it at, later but
3: at the end of the episode he does say like he's cured but when he says he's cured, he's in a rat in rat mode and he doesn't change back to robot mode at any point after that. So we'd have to wait to see next episode if it's stuck or, or if he purged it completely or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I only watched this episode
0: once. I usually watch them twice. So I, I might have (laughs) forgotten things, but it's still, just like, it seems like it should have been a, I'm, you know, a, 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 they should have given him an episode to to do it right, and then even yeah. if even if he still struggled with it, and they wanted to do an episode where he took sh- took a shortcut or something as part of the yeah. arc, that that I think would have been. I mean, we'll just see where it goes, but it just like sort of doesn't. There are a handful of things in this episode that kind of don't bode well for the rest of the series. If this is the term, if this is the
3: direction the show's going, yeah, I did did like how like well uh they're running away at one point he does complain like you guys have always been like getting on me to get to be in and uh, look i am transformed and like black Rider, here's yeah yeah we're happy for you now change back let's go <laughs> <laughs> it's good yeah yeah so
1: they're running away rat trap of course is still having difficulties in transforming back and forth um uh, Finally, the, the other three are sort of resolved to, okay, well, stealth's not going to work at this point. I mean, we're already found out. We might as well just try and fight our way out to which Optimus and the gang transforms. And we get, like, a little transformation sequence. And really, yeah, I, I have to concur with Mike. It does seem, like, a bit Henshin-esque or, like, morph almost because the yeah, three of them yeah. have, like, a transformation sequence. Um, I,
0: I got a Sailor Moon vibe from it. They're all magical yeah. girls.
1: Um, And we cut back to Rat Trap, and he's got, like, one wheel, one rat leg. His torso is the robot form. His head is the robot form. But then he's got the rat ears on the top of his head.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And, like, one rat arm and then one robot arm. And it just looked kind of weird. That's probably going to be my screen grab for the episode. Is that funky That'll little... Uh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. So... We then cut back to Thrust and Jetstorm, who are still battling it out against one another. Um, we see that Thrust has sort of been knocked into a building. He's sort of like plastered into the side of it. And he's shooting at Jetstorm, who's who's, you know, sort of flying away, and he's been like, ha 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 ha. ha. And then he's looking back at Thrust, not seeing where he's going. And he looks up and his jaw drops and he smashes himself into a wall as well. Um and he falls over
3: i think russ uh thrust chuckles to himself
1: yeah and then he gets he picks up the, the the maximal signals on his scanner and so he manages to sort of you know pull himself out of the wall he transforms in midair and drives off and then jet storm is like hey no wait for me and so he gets up and he transforms and goes flying off after him and so they're on the way. We've got Tankor who's still shooting at the other Maximals, and uh, we've got Otto now who's absorbing like some of Tankor's blasts as uh, Rat Trap's sort of like hiding. Uh, so Black Arachne and Cheetor they get sort of like this charging in moment. The
3: and make cut scenes.
1: Yeah, it's like a, so, cuts. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> bluish background as they're like running and. Then they both charge at Tankor. Cheetor like slashes with his swords, and he misses. And then we get this m- Matrix ripoff <laughs> with Black Arachnia, as she is yeah, literally like too. the Trinity ripoff from the first Matrix movie. Uh huh. And she's or like, the first Matrix in movie,
0: rip this off.
1: Hmm. Ah, ah, That's the a good part, question. Let's take a look here.
2: I think we already mentioned it, <laughs> but the part where they're charging at a the screen, there's that blue background behind them. Yeah. yeah. That looks really goofy and doesn't look good. yeah I just stop doing that
3: like I think they were going for the like the comic panel kind of yeah, thing that we were doing before but yeah it, it it doesn't work with there because it looks more of like a uh like a more of like a, a a splash page kind of thing and that for some reason with movement that doesn't seem to work
2: with movement it doesn't work and like especially yeah. with you he's like so fast it looks almost jittery and it's like hey, yeah man. um
1: by the way, Matrix came out in March 30, March 31st of 1999. So it came out about six months before this episode aired. So,
0: so dep- it just depends on how long production happened.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, so, I, yes. six months seems that seems like a pretty quick turnaround. I think a lot of times I think the Matrix gets credited for a lot of things. And I'm not saying that the Matrix didn't do a lot of original stuff, but I th- but it gets it gets credit because it's like the shining example from that from from 1999 when a lot of things were changing in uh styles of of filmmaking and stuff Mm -hmm. i suspect that there were other movies like right before it that that were yeah yeah, But but this is clearly trinity like
2: it's clearly that
3: yeah (laughs) i I was pretty sure that the, the 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 pause and camera camera spin of the scene was was not was not even like a thing until matrix. Like I don't remember any other movies doing it before that.
2: Yeah. I can't really recall it either. I just, and I even... just watched a video that was talking about them using that technique in a different movie. And it did sound like matrix was the first one to do that, but maybe, mm. or at least the one that popularized that as a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, I I mean, it definitely popularized it and there are definitely times like a couple years later where, films are directly referencing it or just stealing it um there's a scene in shrek that's like exactly one of those bullet time scenes but i just i don't know i'm skeptical that the specifically ripped it off i'm i'm just kind of skeptical that a shot that a film or that a, that a cartoon that was that aired six months after the matrix was released pulled a <sighs> you know, was, was, was using something directly from the matrix.
2: It looks mm-hmm. so much like it. And the matrix was so big at the time. I really do think that they were ripping it off and, or like, you know, homaging it.
3: Yeah. Not, I mean, not it, so much as ripping it as off. It's like, haha, we'll, we'll seem like we are the ones who are doing something smart. I, right. It's more. Well, the, yeah. I mean, it takes nine months to make a cartoon though.
0: Does it? Yeah. How do you know that? Because I've been learning about the Simpsons lately. okay Uh, well to be
1: perfectly honest though with the simpsons that's classical animation like with classical animation you have you you've got your principles like your principal character models and whatnot but it takes a long ass time to draw those out like back when the simpsons started it was pure classical animation they've probably been able to speed that up quite a bit since they started but yeah nine months would have definitely been for classical, but for something like this, uh... Man, I'm, not,
2: I'm not an animator. I'm not. I don't know three animation. I don't know TD animation. But it just seems like it wouldn't. It, I six months seems like they could have made this and wait. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea actually. So maybe I shouldn't see here. But I, I, it, it just it. It's exactly the scene for from, from Matrix. Like it's exactly it. So
1: like I did actually do computer animation in college, and to do like just a basic, you know, like a rough. 30 second animation take me about uh, I could probably do something whip something up in like five days
2: yeah well like 30 seconds would probably be a lot even for like the, like for two animation that's probably a, a significant amount of time actually yeah
0: <laughs> well but but also if this isn't just I mean they would have had to write it they would have had to write the script yeah I mean I mean this was I mean and this, and also, they had to go through the whole process of Fox and all the stuff. I just, I I don't know.
2: I mean, like, who, who knows when they started writing it, though? Like, this is six months after the Matrix, but they could have been writing this like 12 months before the Matrix. Yeah, like, we don't know that. We don't know that much. So, well, I, I can yeah, see them like it's, having it's really... this. I can see them having this episode written before the Matrix happens. And then the Matrix happens like, hey, let's try that in the scene they're mm-hmm. animating once they have the models and the environments, I don't think it takes as long as 2D animation.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, I think we've talked about that long lot. <laughs> Someday we'll track down the, the animators and we'll ask them directly. Yes. <laughs> Did you pull this from the
1: Matrix?
2: They'll be like, wait, what? Which part? Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, why does it matter?
1: <laughs> like, we have a podcast. We must know. But yeah, so we get a, a bit of a, a fight scene between Tankor and, and the rest of the Maximals um tank seems to be holding his own pretty much against all three of them to be completely honest um he's he's big and tough yeah because i mean even optimus gets a running start and tries to charge a tank or and just bounces off of
3: tank or
2: tank or must also be built tougher than the other tanks because like they kick those tanks asses like yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah that's right.
3: he must yeah. be built like a tank.
2: <laughs> well, Built better than a tank because the other tanks die really fast.
3: <laughs> they have the
1: technology. But uh he actually gets the drop on all of the Maximals because there's a building uh that they're fighting beside that has like this sort of dome. I almost want to say it's like a radar dish.
3: Yeah, like some kind of satellite dish pointed yeah. up.
1: Yeah. And he manages to shoot it off and it lands right on top of the Maximals and traps them underneath just as he does that thrust and jet storm show up and they're going to essentially claim the, the capture as their own. So now instead of fighting against each other, they're sort of teaming up because they don't want Tankor to get it because they think he's just a big dummy um, or, or
3: basically try, try to double cross them.
1: Yeah. So while all this is going on, Optus manages to sort of lift up the dome enough to, to get all of them out from under it just as uh jet storm and thrust attack tankor uh they shoot him he shoots a like this container it must have been like this fuel container of some sort because we get this huge explosion uh that knocks pretty much everybody unconscious uh except for tankor he's still standing he 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 is so adorable. yeah he he manages to he starts approaching all of the other maximals who are you know they're pretty much incapacitated at this point. As we would have cut to a commercial break, and he's reaching for Cheetor. Um, when we get back, when we cut back, uh, we're now in the Citadel, and all of the Maximals are bound ba- bound up in like these energy binds that we saw back in Beast Wars. <laughs> Trap is still having problems with his transformation, and Megatron is sort of gloating. There was one. St- thing that Megatron said that I thought was kind of creepy because he sort of he he notices the predicament rat traps and he's like, oh it looks like you you're you've come down with the virus friend. And the way he said friend just felt off to me. It felt really Ugh.
2: well yeah he's, he's creepy. He's a creepy boy. Yeah Megatron's a bad boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um he he's sort of saying that he is going to liberate all of them of their beast forms. Essentially, he's basically saying, oh, I'm going to rip your sparks out of your bodies and that's going to be the end of it. Optimus isn't too happy. He's, you know, grimacing. and Megatron's got like this sort of clampy hand with a little thing that sparks up a bit. Um, Rat Trap's bindings are, are sort of stressing a little bit from the constant transformation that he's going through. Um, we then cut to Tankor, who is very insistent on getting his reward. And this is the part that I was going to bring up because Megatron's like, Oh, yes, your reward. He's like, Well, where are just Storm and Thrust? Essentially,
2: the reward he was saying, He was being like, Where well, I'm going to reward them too. Like, he was yeah, re- yeah. ready to like reward the whole team. Yeah, yeah um, like, yeah.
1: Tankor is <laughs> like, No, I'm the one who got them. I'm the only one who wants a reward, who should be getting a reward. Um. So which you he know?
3: Freedom, he yes.
1: Yeah. He he I wants mean, freedom.
3: I, I want to point out that like during this like, and I think even Rat is like, wait, he wants his spark taken out, and like that's what they're implying is what he meant by freedom. I think
2: Cheetor says that, and we also or, yeah we also pan over to Cheetor, and his eyes are misaligned, and that looks yes. really bad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: Black Arachneus has got her like legs like uh-huh.
3: tied up underneath her, but only like part of them, so they're just flat. It's weird.
2: Actually, his yeah. eyes weren't misaligned, but the way the lighting hit it makes it look like they're misaligned.
3: Uh, it looks better. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to point it out that at this uh, at this point, I started to notice how when Tankor talks, it sounds like he's straining to say a lot of his words. Like it's like a mental. Uh, I I hate to say it this way, but it seems like a mental feat for him to even like you know make cognate sentences. Yeah, it's and not that like kind of like it's
2: me- not like a caveman where he's like just like
3: yeah doesn't
2: have a lot of vocabulary. It's more like he's trying. He's tr- he's making effort to say every word. It does sound like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and,
3: that, and like I said, like a, a horrible thought that came to me is that he's in like maybe like a constant pain with having the, this spark in that body. And that's kind of, you know, creepy that uh, what Megatron did to him, if that's true, because he he had to know what, what 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 it would be like to have that spark in there. Yeah, that's very possible.
1: Um, We we now cut to back to Trap. Who were noticing that the the binding uh, has now been damaged as his tire keeps bumping up against it. So he finally gets freed as he's looking up at Megatron, who is still dealing with Tankor, and he's basically rehashing what he said before, like "I am your creator. Do my bidding, and you shall be rewarded. If you do not, then you shall be punished severely." And as he's saying that, Rat Trap manages to smack the controls of the other Maximals' bindings, letting them all free. So as Megatron turns his attention back, he realizes everybody's free, and the Maximals transform except for Rat Trap.
3: Yeah, and is that also the point where uh, once the bindings break free, uh, Rat Trap's like, "Hey, I'm cured." No, he
2: still has yeah. a he has a, still has a he still has a scene oh, later no. where he's like yeah. using his his wheels in rat forms. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's coming up. I'll, I remember where, where it happens here. Okay. Um. But Megatron tries to zap all of them with the lightning bolts that he zapped the vehicons with earlier. Uh, oh, but yeah, everybody manages
3: closes, to dodge out of the way. And he closes the door and removes the pathway, the yes. pathway again. Yeah.
0: So according um, to HowStuffWorks.com, from beginning to end, an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants takes 10 or 11 months to create one 11-minute long episode. I think that's that's closer to that. I mean, it's obviously not exactly the same, but I think it's more it's closer to the the style of I mean, even though Spongebob is 2D, I think they still use computers and stuff. It's closer to the style. So I I don't know. I think I still think that this was pretty that the, the production process was was way was would have been too early to have a Matrix reference because this isn't trying to be timely, like something like like South Park mm-hmm. that, you know, that's, that's really
2: uh... like, I st- I don't know I still I still think they could have like gone in and edited it in if they had most of the episode done already if they just wanted to like have a little reference I still think it's a reference to it because it looks way too much like the exact pose the exact like whole like rotation around it to not be a reference to Matrix but and plus again two D animation I'd be curious to see what three D animation how want it would take
0: well I mean they still use I mean I mean SpongeBob isn't hand drawn it's two D yeah, but it's it is. I mean, yeah, but
2: there's still they're still drawing it. Like okay, okay, once you have a model, you, you have to like animate it, but you don't have to draw that model every single frame of animation. Where in two D you still have to unless you're using like flash animation where you're tweening everything, which some things do, um, you have to draw Spongebob for each frame.
1: Mm-hmm. The the thing with three D animation the The thing that I think might make it a little bit easier from an anime like now, granted, the entire process, like the writing and whatnot, I I don't know how long that is. I I don't I can't even fathom to guess from beginning of conception to final product. But with the actual animation part of it, what it is, is you have your you have your model uh, like the skin of the model and then you actually have like a frame within the model itself Mm -hmm. and so what you have with 3d animation is you have these control points essentially they're like joints so you can control how the arm bends and how how it moves and eventually you have have it programmed in so that there's certain key movements that that you can more easily do with a character model Um, like walking or certain gestures of the arms or Probably like the transformation sequence is probably the sort of thing that they would have done just to make it a bit easier from an animation point of view.
2: Yeah, and there's um, also a difference between animating a three D model like manually and then using like motion capture. Did yes, you do it manually; it's called keyframe animation. Did yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah,
1: and there probably would have been a little bit of motion capture with this also, um, but I'm pretty sure it would have been a mix of some motion capture along with like controlling those anchor points like the joints to to
3: animate it of course there would be motion capture i mean like we said before they motion captured a rat surfing on surfing on a board before so (laughs) exactly i can't believe i forgot that but yeah
1: so definitely it's one of those questions i don't think we'll ever get an answer to unless we can actually
2: get a chance to
1: talk to (laughs) one of the creators. it wouldn't surprise me if they somehow managed to stick it in after they saw the matrix and being like, Oh yeah, we got to throw this in somewhere and maybe trying to do it that way. Um, but who knows? Maybe they, maybe they did do it before or it just,
2: to... I, I, I can't believe that myself,
1: but well, maybe I'm trying, I can't, this is so far back now. I can't even remember when the trailers for the matrix might've even come. So maybe they saw it in the trailer.
0: I mean, the only thing I think the only only way that I that I could buy it is if that scene in the Matrix is referencing a a previous movie, because the Matrix is because a lot of the techniques in the Matrix were referencing like Kung Fu movies. So maybe they're both referencing the same thing if they're referencing something.
3: uh, Okay, well, I was going to say maybe the 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 Trinity pros with the kick, you know, the uh, upward kick and stuff like that. That definitely could probably was probably in some like former kung fu movie, like just yeah. the the person jumping up and rising in front of them in the in you know arms outstretched kind of thing like that. The camera tilt thing, like the one where the where the scene stays still in there, that's that's what we were saying is definitely like you know matrix. the fact that it's
2: that pose with that camera tilt,
3: that's an incredible so,
2: coincidence.
3: Yeah, that the the camera change is is the is the one I think we're having trouble believing came before. The, yeah. the the kung fu pose i definitely could see that that being something there because i've if seen people just did
2: a kung fu pose and jumped on i'm sure i wouldn't think it's the matrix but it's it's like the exact trinity scene
3: again like i don't know but again and yeah and again at this point i actually kind of just want to ask the guys the, the, the animated themselves if they remember because now because it's it's one of those things where like i don't think we can actually say for absolutely positively for sure i mean we might have you know we have our our, our conjectures and doubts and our, and our i and what we think, but we can't. We don't have anything that could absolutely says so, unless we would ask them themselves.
1: Yeah,
2: well,
3: we might never know. Which... Personally, I'm willing to give them a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I still fit, it feels a little surprising. That that's everything you mentioned. To but you, I am willing to give it a doubt that. And that's that that I everything mean, you it, mentioned to you, Jordan. Was trailers because a trailer for Matrix probably
2: came out like like a half a year before the movie came out, and they probably. And I can't. I remember the Trinity scene being in a lot of commercials that scene of her like, like jumping and
3: yeah. Yeah. And, and cause like you said, uh, Kendall, like they, with the merging and stuff like that, it was kind of like a tech demo. Like if they were just playing around and like learning and showing how awesome new stuff they can do with their new computer animation, there is a chance that, you know, if it, it wasn't them directly homaging uh, uh matrix that maybe they did figure it out how to do it in CG and they were just throwing off. That's certainly possible.
1: Yeah. While we've been talking, I've been trying to find the trailer to see if it <laughs> was in there. I'm not seeing it yet.
3: Again, I literally at this point, I'm kind of one of, uh like try and track down someone to ask.
1: Yeah. Anyhow.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, we've sorry. got an episode to get back to. <laughs> so, yes, we got a big fight going on between the Maximals and Megatron orders Tankor to go after them as they're sort of hopping along uh or rather, what happens first is Tankor shoots at Optimus. Optimus, rather than absorbing the blast, somehow manages to deflect it. And it hits one of Megatron's consoles, which causes a big explosion. He falls over. Uh, there's the big cord that's attached to his head lands on him, and it blocks Tankor from pursuing. Then the Maximals jump across the, the Chetris pieces to the other side. They're trying to open the door but it's magnetically sealed i guess uh tank is slowly coming towards the edge and we then uh they're sort of like well we're not going to be able to do anything with Tankor if he's still attacking us to which optimus decides to try and see if he can contact tank or spark to try and reason with him to turn him to their side uh so we get this almost meditation like scenario where it's like very spacey looking now. After
3: and, forms meeting yes. each
1: other. And uh so Tankor at first is like be spot in Tank head and Optimus is like talking directly to Tankour. We actually see Optimus in his robot form in a meditation pose like literally sitting it's not cross-legged just because his legs can't do that. <laughs> so you've got his two feet sort of flat against one another. Um, his hands are outstretched and he's holding his his finger like a finger to the thumb, as his head's like up, like pointing up, and his eyes are closed. And he's sort of talking to Tankor, you
3: know. And he points out an interesting fact that now that he has them, he doesn't need Tankor, and he's like, "Do you think he's going to just keep him around?"
1: Yeah. To which Tankor, you know, sort of has this sort of moment of realization for a split second, but then he continues his attack as the the bridge reconstructs itself. Um, Tankor's shots actually hit the Maximals, but rather than like damaging them, it causes them to transform back into their beast forms.
3: Yeah, he knocks them back into beast form
1: somehow. Yeah, um, Optimus is almost shot off the edge of the 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 platform and he's so he's holding on by a hand as black arachne and Cheetor are both shot uh rat trap is still switching between robot and beast form as he's getting shot at um and megatron starts taunting the maximals saying that oh this is pretty much the end and tankward stops just short of rat trap and as he's looking around at the others as Rat trap's sort of like cowering, he's expecting to get blasted. And then we get Optimus trying to to reach out to Tankor again while he's holding on to this ledge. Not exactly the most <laughs> safe position to be in, I guess, but he he actually manages to tell him what, do what is right. Know that yeah. know what is right. And so Tankor, surprisingly enough, turns around, looks at Megatron. And starts approaching Megatron. Megatron starts zapping him with the the energy from the start of the episode, which actually causes his tracks to slowly start grinding to a halt as he starts getting zapped more. Uh, he so then he transforms
3: trans- just so he can step forward.
1: Yes, and and Megatron's still like trying to do something, so he summons a an electrical cord that attaches to Tankor and starts shocking him with electricity. Um, Blackarachnia and Cheetor manage to rescue Optimus, so Rat Trap rushes to towards Tankor with his we- with his wheels. He sort of peels out a little bit and leaps and starts spinning around the cord with it in his mouth, and then takes a big bite out and gets zapped. This is actually what fixes. Oh him,
3: right, sends. okay,
1: yeah. yeah. And so the cord attaches, and Tankor, you know, but he saves Tankor. Yes, so See, Tankor. He's not looks- always a jerk. Yeah, and so Tankor Not a lot of times. No. Tankor looks at him he starts charging up his gun, but then he shoots the door and tells all of them to run. Because he just
3: shot a big hole in the hole. Through yes.
1: It. Um, Megatron gets pissed at this point and the plugs come out of his head and he transforms into a dragon again as the Maximals and Tankor uh, well, Tankor is staying, but Autos beckons him to come with them so that they can help fight Megatron together. So, Tankor decides to follow them as Megatron starts shooting fire all over the place in his dragon form. Uh, we, we cut to the Maximals who are going down this long hallway and they've got Tankor with them, who's sort of like, you know, just rolling along. Um, they're sort of, you know, surprised that Tankor's there and, and happy that it worked out the way that it did. Megatron, meanwhile, uh, after like,
3: Calming down. Bunch
1: of, yeah he calms down he's got a bunch of stuff set on fire at this point and he's like hmm maybe i should try it optimus's way and instead of talking to the body i should be talking to the mind and so he transforms back into his robot mode and gets back into his little harness and orders his computer to access tank or cpu and then orders it to erase the past 20 cycles of data from his memory so we cut back to the Maximals and Tankor is still with him and then all of a sudden he starts writhing in pain saying that he has this headache again that he had from earlier on in the episode and then all of a sudden he stops and then he just transforms back into a tank and immediately starts shooting at them again. Uh, they're all like, oh, well, Rattrap is rather, he's like, he can't decide which side he's on or something and Optimus meanwhile is trying to to meditate again. but does
3: Not while uh, Megatron's affecting his mind. or whatever. Yeah. yeah so, he says he'll have to try and connect to his spark again.
1: Yes. It, which when he does, what we get is he gets like this backlash, <laughs> like this mental backlash. And then as Optimus opens his eyes, we see Megatron's face in his eye, saying, oh, Tanker is unavailable right now if you would like to leave a message. <laughs> to which Optimus is, he closes his eyes and growls a little bit. Uh, Black Arachnia manages to jump onto Tankor's head as he's chasing Rat Trap. He knocks her aside and skids to a stop. And he tries to squish her. She jumps out of the way and then wraps. She goes like super duper fast and wraps him up in some wet. in. It almost looks like vine rather than her webbing because it's
3: all green. Yeah, because they switched the color from yeah to green now. So and it's just at this point it still looks a little hot. yeah so he's getting ready to
1: shoot again and black arachnia gives a tug on the webbing and so he falls forward and his cannon gets stuck in the floor and still is powering up and it shoots and so we don't see his body go up through the roof but rather we see the silhouette of his body in the roof uh, as we hear a crashing sound going upwards uh so we then cut back to to thrust and jetstorm who or jetstorms like uh oh, if i never see him again It'll be too soon, or you know, I'll give him a piece of something. And just as they say that, there's this rumbling, and then Tankor bursts from the ground, uh, sending them flying, and then lands on top of jet storm, and he sort of sits up for a moment and then falls back down, you know, exhausted. So, haha, ha, they they got squished. And so we we come back to the Maximals and they've gone back to their base. And, you all know, they're a bit sad that what happened with Tankor and Optimus makes mention that he th- felt like he felt a familiar, something familiar with Tankor when he was speaking with him. And so the others are sort of aghast, wondering what it was. And so the final scene, we sort of zoom into Optimus's eye and then we get like this little star field of, ro- of Optimus's robot head as it turns to the side. And then we have Tankor's face in behind him. And then we cut the block. And that's the end of the episode.
3: Yeah, he, he even mentions that maybe he imagined it. He's not mm. sure. So even Optimus is unsure of his newfound spark talking pro- powers.
1: Yes. So, yeah, interesting episodes. What, yeah. what was everybody's thoughts?
3: Well, I kind of liked it. I mean, I mean, I mean, there are like you guys pointed out. There are some kind of like uh, moments that kind of oh. dragged or anything. But I do like how they're setting up. Uh, like we said before, that they're kind of obviously saying up that one of their teammates is one of the generals like mm. like when that when that when that re, like when even with the setup and stuff like that first coming was like okay well how's this going to go are they going to f- free them or are that is the general going to get like remember and turn traitor uh so like basically from this point on was like you know like oh i can't wait to see what happens next in mm. that like for that story arc
1: It'd be interesting Em, how about you
3: um i didn't hate it it was just a very
2: mad episode i didn't really feel like super strong about it either way um i do think like they could have maybe built up optimus's spirit powers a little bit more because it kind of feels like out of nowhere and not really earned Mm -hmm. um because they they did kind of like he's getting more spiritual but being more spiritual does not mean i can enter a telepathic link with this guy and then yeah i don't know it just seems like a little a little much a little fast but now that he's got it, it's not, a, it's not like I don't like the ability. I think it's a cool thing that he can do now. I just don't think, I don't think they earned it yet.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: But um, yeah, whatever, keep... it's here. And uh, I think Kendall's right with the whole thing about, like, they could have made Rat traps, transformation a little bit more of a character arc than this drug thing, which they might still do, but we'll see how that goes. I don't remember enough to, to say one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say it's like, I don't know, it's
0: like a five out of ten episode. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Kendall, Kendall how about Yeah. You?
0: Yeah, I think I'm Emily and I are on the same page for the most part. I didn't notice the thing about the Optimus, but um, but uh, specifically with with Rat Trap and and also the I don't know, I the the Sparks thing, the uh, familiar Sparks thing, uh, it it uh, it could go. It could really go either way like this. Just this episode doesn't bode well because um, because mm. everyone has told me that the show is bad. And the first three episodes were good. <laughs> and this episode was not as good. Like it wasn't terrible, but it was, yeah. I mean, it was a, yeah, I would say a, probably, I, I wouldn't say five, well, five out of 10. If, if, if that means the app, if, if you either give thumbs up or thumbs down, like, like it's, it's middle of the, it's exactly middle of the, five road. Out of 10
2: is middle of the road. From yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like if like it's,
0: about. yeah. I mean, depending on how you, cause like, some people would say five out of 10 is a 50 percent, um, <laughs> you know, it's like a C if you give it, you know, if you give it a I mean, if you give it a like if you give it a letter grade, I'd give it a, a C like, yeah, okay.
2: it's kind of- it's
0: just yeah, yeah, it's just like if this is it's sort of like the fir- like the first episode, I, th- or I think it was the first episode. I don't know. There was another episode. Oh, no, I'm thinking about, never mind. I'm thinking about The Simpsons again. Shut up, Kendall. <laughs> I'm doing this blog thing where I'm trying to find where I The read. Simpsons went bad. And, and they, the way, they're I, having,
3: it yeah. Was very nicely done. I oh,
0: oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but like, that's the thing. Like, I'm watching, you know, you watch it and I'm watching these three episode chunks. And it's like, you watch the first one and it's like, okay, this one was okay. If, if the next two get better, then okay, that means that this is not. But if the next two get worse, if this is the. If this is the start of the downward trend, mm-hmm. then uh, oh
3: yeah, I don't think he actually ex- explained the the exact point of the blog posts. Oh yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: yeah, for me, uh, it was middle of the road episode. Um, yeah, I really wasn't overly keen on Otto's having this new power that we have heard nothing of prior, and all of a sudden he's using it to detect sparks at that even more. So he's using it to actually communicate with a spark through some sort of quasi meditative state, I guess you could say. Um, like I get the, the idea of the, the spiritual aspect of it, but it, like you said, Emma I felt it was like way too quick. It wasn't quite earned. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's basically how I felt about it there. Um, yeah. Um, now normally at this point we would have a news post already. We we don't seem to have one yet, so I hope everything's okay with Casey. Um, but yeah. I do know that we have, I think Jordan, you mentioned that we had a couple of questions. I think it was, yep.
3: we've got a couple of questions. Okay, exactly.
1: <laughs> all right. So, so why don't we do this then rather than, than taking a break at this point, why don't we, we'll push through these couple of questions then, and then, uh, then we'll have an episode all, all done and,
3: Will it, be a, uh, it will be a short one? A really short one. Oh my gosh. It's kind we of scary. Can
0: just, We can just argue about the Matrix for another half hour. <laughs> no, minutes. no, yeah, no. I don't want no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not arguing about the Matrix.
0: Because <laughs> I did find this Wikipedia article that talks about how bullet time was actually started in the Speed Racer.
3: But Oh, okay. Well, no, no. I mean, like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's like Wait, a, that's something racer? I want to look up later.
0: Wait, the movie
2: Speed
1: no, race? the cartoon.
3: Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's like an Let's article see. I'm going to look up sometime later. It's mm.
2: kind of funny that with Chucky's later being a Speed racing movie. That's cool. Um, Yeah.
1: Okay, so why don't we tackle these couple of questions then?
3: Okay, so Ryan Butson actually had uh, a couple of things they wanted to ask us. And um, one is, why is Tanker actually really cool in this show? Um, I think it's because... <laughs>
1: We can't go into it.
3: No, I was going to say it's because you can see that there's there's something more to him. Yeah. Like this episode especially shows like he like it, there's questions and stuff that you want to know about him. Like, why does he want his spark ripped from him or or. And to, to be fair, it, it, one of the things that we like in the few episodes we've seen, he's been acting pretty much just very dumb, limited vocabulary this episode kind of shows that might not actually be true, which mm-hmm. is actually an, another interesting thing that might be, you know, cool to some people. Like he's not dumb, but he's focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I, at the times that he's straining to talk, it's almost like he's fighting against his himself in a sense. Yeah,
0: I yeah. think I I think what's what makes him cool is the setup of the show that you've got such a small cast that you can, you can do things with characters that otherwise would just be sort of sidelined. Like, uh, they'd be very one note. Yeah. I mean, I mean like this is like at this point, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got Megatron, we all know Megatron and we've got, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the tank, the plane and the bike, whatever their names are. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and so but but like that's all like you know so you can do a focus on you know you can do a focus episode on tank or uh the last episode was basically a focus on sky guy or whatever oh, name jet is. storm yeah sky guy um jet storm <laughs> uh yeah uh um, terminal <laughs> <laughs> um but, and then, yeah. And, you know, so probably the next uh, episode will be on Clint Eastwood. Um, <laughs> and, uh, y- you know, it, it, I, you can, you know, you can have those, 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 because they entered, even though they introduced three new characters, just because they're such a small cast, like you can, you can really focus, you can, they can really spend time developing these characters, which is, which is just really a really nice change of pace versus, uh, you know, because like Rampage was a cool character. But he didn't get enough, you know, he didn't get enough screen time, even though in the season and a half that he was on the show, because the cast was just too big.
1: Yeah. Then things had moved along so much in the story that it almost, maybe what they were thinking at the time was we can't have a character focused episode because then it's sort of going, it's sort of taking a step back, which I think was a detriment to the, to Beast Wars, because when you have these new characters that are getting introduced and people think that they're cool, a lot of people want to know a bit more of the backstory just to uh-huh. maybe emphasize more as to, oh, man, these guys are cool, and they have a really cool backstory, which we never really got with, you know, with, like, Rampage or... Ooh, to a degree with Tiger the, Hawk and... Death
3: Charge. Death Charge and... It's, bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah.
0: it... It's just and it's really interesting because they've been able to put have these character focused episodes that are also pushing the plot forward yes um mm-hmm. like like they've they've ba- they've balanced it really well, so you don't have to have and maybe it's because we don't have a you know essentially i mean even though there's there's familiar spark blah 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 uh there's these these three characters uh sky guy, bike guy, and tank guy are are brand new characters, basically they're blank mm-hmm. slates. so yeah. you're establishing who they are while you're moving the plot forward. You don't have to do flashbacks or look back and see what they were back then, you know what their mm-hmm. backstory was. You're developing what their story is going forward. Yes, yeah
1: yeah you're still maintaining that arc of the overall story,
0: but you're still able to get those those story points in there also. And that's especially interesting that they've been able to do that since this is a, a storyline where they were dropped in media's res, the, you guys keep saying, uh, which I, I don't know, whatever that means. Uh, means it literally the,
3: means in middle of action.
1: They, yeah, think, dropped right? into the middle. It starts I, it dropped in the middle of action. So you don't know what led up to that point. I, like,
3: I think that's what I knew that. I know actually, that right? I was doing
0: a bit. oh, oh. <laughs> that's Sorry. a. I think that's a. that's a new that's a new bit on audio entropy i think i've listened to like two or three audio entropy podcasts in the last week that all had somebody doing a bit and was like no i was doing a bit <laughs> um mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess we just are all bad at humor um but uh but yeah i am uh,
1: especially bad at humor if anybody listening has real not realized this by now
0: but so. like but like the fact that they've the fact that they've been able to like because there kind of should be flashbacks to what happened in between beast wars and now but they've been able to to give us little bits and pieces of what happened in in between explain basically explaining the world building while still pushing the the uh the plot forward which is a really i don't know i think is an interesting uh an interesting storytelling technique yeah definitely so yeah there's one question
3: uh let's move on to our next well uh ryan also asked uh also what are some beast wars season one characters you'd li- like to see in this style i think i'd like dinobot
1: yeah well i think dinobot would have been good um i think um, i almost want to say Scorpionok, maybe I almost want to say Terrorsaur, but at the same time, Terrorsaur would have been, you know, the character that would have been scheming
3: behind the back. And I don't think that would have really fit well into the dynamic right now. I would have liked the and I think M. you mentioned this like Air Razor at this point Mm -hmm. would would be nice.
2: She was. Yeah, no, she was still in the
3: first uh, season, right?
2: uh, Yeah. Any any other girls would be good.
0: (laughs) I think I actually think that Terrorsaur would work really well in this um, dynamic like like maybe if uh if one of the you know if one of the Viacon generals actually had pterosaur spark um and then like when you know when pterosaur became self-aware he started uh you know he started scheming against megatron um i think i think Mm. a more like a more nuanced scheming against megatron would actually work really well in this setting um it doesn't quite I don't think it quite works with the like with the exact setup but like you could you could have actually yeah if uh if sky guy was actually pterosaur and you know became self-aware and decided to to scheme against him I mean he could get tank guy and 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 motorcycle guy he could manipulate them to gang up against megatron and then it's three and then you know because then he only has to convince two people to gang up against Megatron and then it's 3 against 1 and then Megatron I'm biting my tongue. tongue. I am biting my tongue. <laughs>
3: um I'm I'm trying to think of other characters. Like I know, let's see, just like the other uh characters who came who came in um Tigertron probably would end up looking You know actually I would like to see Tigertron in this cuz he With Cheetor being, you know, a cheetah, and that means that his design is sleek and fast and stuff like that, I'd be kind of interested to see how they would take Tigertron's uh, style. You know what I would have liked to have seen? If
1: you had Tigertron in there, I would have liked to have seen Tigertron to have been some sort of a spiritual guide to Optimus. Yeah. I think that would have been a neat idea. Because he was all about nature and... The planet back in Beast Wars, so I think it would have been interesting to have seen Tigertron to have been this sort of spiritual guide for Optimus as he learned his abilities. I think that would have been a cool way that you could have introduced Optimus knowing about these powers, as if somehow he got like this vision from Tigertron telling him how to to reach out or something like that. It would have been almost pretty
0: Obi Wan esque, I guess. Okay, here's what here's what here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Okay, Tiger Hawk never happened. Okay. Okay. Um in but what but what happened was Tigertron uh or maybe or maybe maybe when the Vox sent Tigerhawk it wasn't actually it wasn't Tigerhawk it was Air or something so that gets rid of Air Razor. Um uh-huh. I know I'm I'm bad for I'm a bad person I killed off Air <laughs> in my in my hypothetical. Um and maybe you don't kill off Air Maybe she also survives and comes to the planet. That's fine. But I just it it you have to put air somewhere because it would this doesn't make sense unless I unless I take her off the board somehow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll say she went back to they the Vox just sent air raiser as a, an upgraded air Razor, like, the, you know, instead of Tiger Hawk and all that stuff happened that way, except for Air Razor survived and comes to the planet with them. Uh, but okay. in, in the meantime, Tigertron somehow escaped the vox or the or the vox sent him away or whatever and he ended up back on cybertron when the viruses happened hmm. um hmm. and uh or like before like he was he was already there and then the viruses happened and he survived it like because he's a badass because he's all <laughs> spiritual and stuff then um, he uses stealth mode and so so his so his <laughs> like so basically he figured in this, like he figured out how to survive the virus. And then when he runs into the, our heroes, the five person party, because uh, air razors totally there too, um, hmm. because I'm not sexist. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, te- he teaches them. Yeah. that that's where he becomes the spiritual guide. Does that make that's sense? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: That is an interesting pitch. Mm hmm.
0: and then megatron has a girlfriend too so so that there's (laughs) another female character megatrina
3: (laughs) (laughs) all
1: right so what what's our last question there jordan
3: uh so we also have a question from the twitter feed from gwen at at witseraru Gwen. hi gwen Gwen. so are off-world cybertronians just staring clear of cybertron after the outbreak of the inhibitor virus or are Maximals just really bad at calling home and call or and checking in? Mm-hmm. I would say both, yeah. at least. Uh well, to be fair, uh, they did have a huge amount of trouble in, in Beast Wars game trying to contact Cybertron. That's true.
2: Yeah, yeah. But they, they they crash landed and stuff. Like it, it makes sense why they wouldn't have a good time uh, contacting Cybertron. With other people, I don't know if they if they all just unless they all just crash landed. I don't know how many people are off world of Cybertron. Uh, like how. Uh, does that happen a lot? Well, this like,
0: is—I mean, this is in continuity with the movie. In the movie,
3: that like all the random planets had transformers on them. Yes.
2: Yeah, Yes that's true.
3: Well, I mean, until they until they were taken by the quintessens and and put on trial. Right, but the quintessens are also <laughs> transformers. Do they transform or
0: they're just robots? Well, kind I mean, of? they I, made yeah, or well,
3: they're robots. Yeah, they're they're I I don't know. <laughs> let's go with let's let's go that they're at least a robotic intelligence that might know of cybertron yeah, yeah I mean I feel like yeah I feel like they they could but also like I mean
0: maybe nobody likes cybertron
1: <laughs> that's possible I and mean
0: if if the entire United States got blown up off the face of the earth hmm. uh you know I'm mm, yeah, pretty maybe sure some other are. countries would be like oh uh, yeah who cares
1: well if you're a race known for having like a however many million years civil war probably other races are going to steer clear of you
3: you know that's probably true because i mean how long has the had that great war gone on between uh the autobots and decepticons a so long so that's time. so that's probably uh soured like a lot of other planets and like we don't want to, to talk to them at all yeah
0: i mean also um like it could, it could be that this is I mean, we're only 4 episodes into the show and then there's only 26 episodes. So, this all could be happening very quickly.
3: Yeah, that's true. And yeah. and you know, hey, maybe you know, maybe some, maybe we'll find out if there's off-world Cybertronians.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, this yeah, but yeah, this could all be this could all be happening over the course of a few days and help just hasn't arrived or they wiped out the whole planet of Cybertron and maybe Cybertron doesn't always check in with all the all the off world colonies um so maybe you know maybe it's it's not time
3: for their monthly phone call or something yeah and, <laughs> we, and we know we're not, we're not going to hear anything from that moon because it was Eden, yeah and, uh, <laughs> and like and like the and
0: the maximals like you know they're running around in an abandoned city, trying to fend for their life, you know, they haven't yeah they haven't decided to call for help yet, I mean, assume- well you might
2: mean maximals in other worlds.
0: Just, uh... Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. No, no, no well no that's what I, I mean i guess what i mean is is our heroes the f- like the four maximals that are on the, that are running around are running around like crazy people and like i yeah. said and like i said maybe there's not constant communication between planets so the and,
3: the and other on the, planet, other side, the colonies and on the know. other side maybe maybe megatron's not bothering to pick up the phone because i mean i doubt the, the max the maximals here are are have like ways to come get Uh, things called in from uh, their from the outer like reaches colonies or whatever. That's true too.
0: There's also an even darker theory that uh, that Megatron summoned everyone to return to Cybertron because maybe the non Cybertronian like the people that live off off of Cybertron are just like outlying colonies. So there's like, you know, not a not a billion of them. There's just like, you know, he summoned them all to come back to Cybertron and then infected them and murdered them. Oh no! Or, or mm-hmm. you know, spark infected him. Whatever he did.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's certainly plausible too. So yeah. There's our questions for the week. Yep. So, uh, does anyone have anything they would like to plug this week?
3: Um, I'd like to plug actually a couple of things this time. Uh, still plugging Game Apartment One C. Uh, Dan's uh kind of got a, like an idea of what he. I'm not sure if he's if he's finishing the first season and then taking like you know, suggestions for what games he'll play for a second season or, uh, or the, cause I know like he did a survey recently of like what games to play and stuff like that. So he has the next couple of, uh, challenges planned out and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But there's, but I know like it's only so far ahead and then he'll usually open it up to people who are watching to, you know, chime in what they want. So, you know, there's times when you can say which, which games you want to see him play. Cool. Um, other than that, uh, I know that me and my friends are planning on, as usual, like running the LARP at Techo Show Con, and I don't know if people like going to that things or if they might be free. And I know this is way ahead, like in April or anything like that. But we're going to be putting up the pre-reg ahead of time, and usually, if people pre-register for their for characters they want to play in the LARP, uh, we can make like little special mods uh, that like taking into account their characters and what they wanted and like some of their motivations and stuff like that. So it kind of makes like, you know, makes like little side uh, events happen that, that are kind of more f- focused on your character or at least more up your character's alley. Nice. So I just wanted to give that a heads up. Mm-hmm. Right
2: on. Sounds cool. M, how about you? Um, you can catch me on other audience podcasts. Home for, home for Infinite Losers, uh, In Pursuit of Passions, and Teenagers of Attitude. I can also catch me on Twitter at This is Emeralds or um, on my Tumblr art blog, datachair.tumblr.com. Right on.
1: And Kendall, how about you?
0: Okay, you can find everything I do at kendallcast.ninja. Um, uh, current projects are, I've got Waiting Here for Every Man um, is my series of interviews with musicians. Um, there's, I've got at least one more episode to post um, and I've got one or two other people that I've got scheduled to interview. So there will be a few more episodes, but I don't know how much longer uh, it's going to be going on. Um, but it's a good thing. You should listen to it. Uh, then I've got, uh, that's what we called music our uh, my uh, project where we're going through and discussing uh, all the songs on now. That's what I call music. Uh, until we feel like stopping um this week it's going to be the way uh by fastball a mm-hmm. classic uh that was, and, yeah. and uh and then i just started i just mentioned this uh little project it's probably going to be uh uh somewhere between four and ten part uh series or until i find an answer to the question of when the simpsons got bad um I'm um, basically I know it's, it happened at some point the Simpsons got bad and now they're good again, but somewhere in between there, there were bad episodes somewhere. So I'm trying to find, find that out unequivocally. Uh, um, I, the first, uh, actually the first two should be two entries, uh, should be posted. It's, it's really just an excuse for me to watch Simpsons episodes and post Simpsons quotes. <laughs> um, they're very short blog entries, uh, and yeah, I've got I've got actually I've got the first four written. I just uh, I'm posting them spread out because I didn't want to say I didn't want to say I was, I'm going to start a series of blog entries and then do like one. <laughs> so so the first one is the first one is up as of this recording. The second one is scheduled to post uh, this coming Saturday, which is the same day that the recording is. So you can click on it right now and read it and right hear on. what I think about season whatever episodes. I- this was season eleven. This was the first few episodes of season 11. Okay.
3: I was going to say like I remember reading it just recently and I think you said 11.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what I, I think I maybe I maybe the next one is Oh, the next one is going to be uh starting with the season 12 episode worst episode ever. Basically, I'm I'm choosing an arbitrary point um or semi or not arbitrary, but like a point that I think it might be where the Simpsons got bad or where they started to get bad. And watching three episodes in a row. Because I feel like if there's three bad episodes in a row, the show is probably consistently bad. But if you've got like one bad episode, there's always going to be one bad episode. Or, you know, and, and, uh, yeah. So there's uh, ups and downs, roller coasters. I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, um, Marge versus the Monorail is not the best Simpsons episode. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Monorail. It just has a good song in it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's man, it
0: is, it's a it's a fine episode, but I don't understand how it's even on anybody's top 10. Honestly,
3: I honestly pretty sure it's the song, because if there's one thing that people really like about some of the Simpsons stuff is some of the songs that mm-hmm. they've done. Yeah, because I because I can I honestly can tell you other than um, the song. The only other the only other thing I remember that episode is the giant possum. <laughs> I call the I call the big one bitey yeah <laughs> yeah That that's the only two things i remember about that episode
0: i yeah. mean i'm not saying it's a bad like it's a good episode oh, it's just like literally the next episode selma's choice is better <laughs> and and that's not even like that's also probably not an episode that i would say is in my top 10 you know so okay. yeah i mean it's you know <laughs> to each <laughs> their own i'm just saying the yeah. internet is wrong <laughs> what there's something wrong on the internet Mm-hmm. it's very yeah. that's why i'm making this very important blog series oh yeah. um as always you can find us
1: on audioentropy.com as well as a smorgasbord of other podcasts uh, i want to say i think the count's still at like 21 podcasts or 20 somewhere around there a lot of podcasts like, Again, uh, just want to say how appreciative we are of all of the uh, the support that we had for the uh, the fundraising that we did for Extra Life a couple of weeks ago. Uh, also, be sure to keep an eye out on audio on the audio P Amp- Twitter account, blah, 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 uh, just in case you know we have anybody doing any video game streams or any plans on the future because. Uh, course we've got a pizza party that normally goes on Saturday nights I want to say yeah.
3: plus I uh I saw Ashley playing indivisible uh the backer the backer beta came out I would yes. not be surprised if if she or or hell I might uh stream some of it because the the indivisible team really like is like you know yes stream that show people uh, the beta we don't you know like it so people who haven't You know, Kickstarter can can want to buy it. Yeah. Or I uh, wish
2: I had Kickstarter. I wanted to, but I didn't have money at the time.
3: Yeah. Or Indiegogo, Uh,
2: wasn't it that? Wasn't Indiegogo?
3: Or yeah, I maybe maybe it was an Indiegogo. It was. Because it was like Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah.
1: Yeah. And speaking of supporting, if you want to click on that little donate link at the top of the audio entropy website, give us donuts. (laughs) Give us donuts and money. Uh, just to to help, it doesn't go to any of us personally. It just merely goes to the upkeep of the website and keeps everything running, which we are always appreciative of. But yeah, it's been another week. Uh, short episode this week, kind of yeah. surprising, but you know, we'll, I guess we'll see how it goes with, through the season. So for Warren Beast, I've been Greg.
3: I've been Emily. I've been Jordan. I'm Kendall.
1: Let's
3: roll, folks. Melon. That's that's what. <laughs> That's what he was dodging in the full time of Yaki-taki. <laughs> That's gotcha. yeah.